Blog Talk Radio. there, everybody. I hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you for tuning into Miss G's Ladies Lounge today, Monday, January the 29th. I am your host, Miss G, otherwise known as Gwen. I'm just here today. I want to just bring you some enlightenment and bring some joy into your life today. Um, I have a wonderful guest. Uh, joining me on today. But before we get into our guest, I hope you will join me in this quick word of prayer. Father, we thank you today for this day and time. We thank you, O oh God, for another opportunity just to say thank you for waking us up and giving us purpose one more day. God, we thank you, O oh God, for everything that you've already done for those things that you're about to do. We pray that someone today is encouraged, enlightened, and enthralled and ready to move to the next level of their life. We pray that our speaker will be abundantly blessed as she shares and imparts with us on today. And I pray in Jesus' name, amen. Listen, I am so excited that each of you have taken the time to join in, whether you're listening live or you're listening to the playback. We have a wonderful, wonderful guest on today. My guest is Ms. Takesha uh, Bromel. I'm hoping I'm saying her name right, but she'll let me know. <laughs> she is an author. She's a speaker. She's a coach, a motivator. Uh, listen, she is so uh, focused, and I want you to really hear from her today. I'm just going to tell you a brief bit about her according to her bio. She is the author of A Lady in Waiting, and she is an area Toastmaster winner, a motivational speaker, and an entrepreneur. She has written published curriculum for LifeWay, and she is also the director of client engagement at Michael Burt Enterprises and former chief operating officer for McKnight Advisory Group. Um, She discovered at a young age that she was in her element when she was asked to speak at a school assembly, and that day she identified a purpose and passion for public speaking. And from that moment on, she has been sharpening her skills and taking part in several enthusiastic and inspirational speeches. She has successfully grown in her craft and is able to move any audience to action. In 2016, she founded Purpose Innovators, 
a company focused on coaching, speaking, and training. As the founder, Takesha brings more than 20 years of experience to the table, and she knows that her purpose lies in guiding others to find theirs. Nothing brings her more joy than knowing destiny has been realized and purpose is being manifested. There's so much more about her, but I want to just bring her on and allow her to just tell us a little bit about herself um, and just listen to the conversation, and I'm sure you'll be enlightened on today. Um, I would like to introduce to you Ms. Takesha. Are you there today? I am here. You know, every time I hear like all of those, all of those things said about me, all I can all every time I always have to say, "Yay, God! We have an amazing yes. God that can transform our lives and um, and lead us in places we never thought possible." There's no way that I thought ten, fifteen, twenty years ago that I would be at this place um, that I would be talking right. to you today. Um, but Yet again, here I am, and it just shows how amazing God is. So I'm, I'm glad to be here. He is. He is so amazing, and I'll tell you, um, it's just just reading your bio, just perusing your website. I just got inspired all just just reading and and looking. Um, I got inspired. So and I don't want to you know take up too much time. So why don't you just take a moment? First, and let's just let you introduce yourself to our audience. I want you to do it, though, in three sentences or less, and then give us your tagline in life. Okay. Well, I am Takesha Bromel, and I guess I would say my tagline in life is just purpose, um, living purpose to the full. I, I want to be in a place where at the end of my life there are no regrets, and I've left nothing on the table. There are no crumbs on the ground. I was able to kind of like do things um, fully and completely um, how Jesus said, when Jesus says everything has been fulfilled. Well, that's what I want to be able to say. Wow. That's awesome. So that's awesome. Fulfilled. So I, think I would say my tagline is fulfilled. I want to be, I want it, I want to say that Takesha was fulfilled. She fulfilled her purpose. Awesome. Awesome. It's good to have a tagline in life. Because then you have a you know something an ex you know an expectation to reach for yourself. So what is the okay. name of your company and exactly what does your company do? Um, the name of my company is Purpose Innovators, and the reason um, that I believe that I chose that was because of um, some a, a couple of things. Um, what I believe and what I believe are three or four different things, and I know that we're going to talk about this a little bit later, but I just want to kind of share what my belief system is and the reason for Purpose Innovators. Um, one mm-hmm. is um, I believe that 70% of the people out there have no idea what their purpose is. So they are sleepwalking mm-hmm. through life and will get to the end mm-hmm. of their life and have regret. I believe that another okay. 20%, they know what their purpose, they have an idea of what their purpose is, but because of life, situation, things that are going on in their lives, they they are not involved or actually doing it, which means they're ineffective. And the reason why they're not doing mm-hmm. it is sometimes your mindset, what you think mm-hmm. about things, what you think about your past. Right. And then you have five percent that are, I believe, that are primed and ready. They know what their what their calling, their gift is, what their purpose is, and they are 
kind of like it's like you know what it is, but how do you do it? Mm-hmm. Do you have mm-hmm. strategic plans in place to execute your to execute your business or whatever you're supposed to be doing? And mm-hmm. they usually most people say within that that five percent, they believe that they have like a ga- a glass ceiling over them. Like and that's mm-hmm. a lie. It's not a glass ceiling. Their minds have to change. And then the 5% mm-hmm. that are blazing trails, no living, no holds bar, they're actually taking over the world and doing it. And so when mm. I, usually when I say that, I ask the question, which one are you? Mm. <laughs> well, which one? I would say I'm, I'm not the, the bottom 5%. I'm the one above that. And mm-hmm. I'm not proud to say that, but um, I feel like I, I, I have it all what I want to do. Um, I just need to execute it. And that some of that, that uh, what I would also say that I do a lot of execution. My master's is in project management. So creating mm. plans and organizing things and then executing those things are near and dear to my heart. Um, mm-hmm. It is very hard um, when you're in a business and it's like you have, you feel like you have, you have the go but you don't know how to actually do it. So in each of these right. things, in each of these different areas, if you're sleepwalking, you don't have no idea, I, mm-hmm. what God has created me to do is to help you unravel it in each one of those areas and get you going to where you're supposed to be at. So if you're at 5% and you're primed and you're ready, you're ready. Mm-hmm. So it just mm-hmm. would take some tweaks, some planning, and then mm-hmm. execution some accountability to get you to the five percent. Right, right. I was a little afraid when I kept reading the phrase, um, I'm now a five percent and I was like, Oh Lord, she's converted. <laughs> no, I am not a research. <laughs> I said, Let me go yeah, back I'm not a five percent a little bit more. I may need to change so, the verbiage of that because that is absolutely <laughs> not what I'm talking about at all. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah, it was a little scary at first. Not, not to say that 5% is a bad people, but um, we want to be 100%. Um, hmm, you know what I'm talking about. Definitely not my anyway. belief system at all. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. And you are a Christian, and you do um, include faith in um in your your business, and I like that. I like when I read that about it because a lot of people, they just have business and they just want to tell you the business side, but they don't include faith in it. And um, tell us a little bit about how you include your faith in the in the business world. Well, you know, it's so it's so funny because years ago I used to, I was the director of um, Christian education at my church, and then I was also a project manager. And I always wondered when that would come together. So I'm really good mm. in business and I'm really good in ministry. When would those two those two come together? Um, recently, mm. as I'm kind of starting to really branch out in everything, um, I, I well, first of all, there's no way that I could do anything without 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 God and without ministry and not being able to to say who he is in my life. So I absolutely know in presentation that you see me and you're going to hear me say it. I mean, it's just absolutely, it's who I am. But the other day I was at church and um, still kind of thinking left brain, right brain about it. 
And mm-hmm. I was talking to a lady who came up to me. I don't know her. And she was just talk- we were talking about ministry. And I heard this minister say, say recently that he was talking to, um, to T.D. Jakes, and he was calling T.D. Jakes ambidextrous because mm-hmm. um, T.D. Jakes' middle name is Dex. And, and ambidextrous right. means to, to be left-handed and right-handed, be able to and do them right-handed. equally well. And so, yeah. so I was telling the lady, I said, I'm ambidextrous. I'm business and ministry. I can do both right. very well. And I had both of my hands up, and she took both of my hands and put them together and folded them together oh. and said, this is your time. This is your appointment where you're going to be using both of those mightily. And so they're not one and the other, they're together. So she folded my hands yeah. together, and then I started to realize, yes, ministry and business will flow together in what I'm doing, always will. Yeah. So I don't have to think awesome. of them in terms of left and right brain. They're all together now. Mm-hmm. Yes, it collides. <laughs> Those worlds mm-hmm. have to collide. That's awesome um, and so timely, I guess. <laughs> so tell us a little bit yes. more. Yes. Tell us a little bit more about Takesha, the entrepreneur. You know, you do coaching, you do speaking and training. Tell us a little bit about that and how you got your background and came into that. You know, I was a little girl who was asked to speak at this this forum at my at my school, and it was actually a prayer. So it started, God started early. Um, they asked mm-hmm. me to do a prayer, and from there, I've always been asked to do speaking and things like that. So speaking is something that's always been really natural to me. On the other mm-hmm. side of that, on the coaching side of things, I think logically. I write um, because of my, I guess, the, um, my, I have a, like a type C personality. When you look at the DISC profile, I'm a DC, mm-hmm. and so I think logically, I think about organization, how things should be. I'm always mm-hmm. thinking of those things. So executing them or taking a thought and saying, okay, what are the tasks that need to be placed in, for, in order for that thing to happen and to manifest mm-hmm. as something that I'm really good at? So um, so I would say probably more so than anything, it's, it's definitely absolutely the gift, the leadership gift and the discernment gift that God has given me to, in order to, to be able to, to help people go forward. And, and I do know that the Holy Spirit has a lot to do with it as well because I'm able to sense things as well and understand kind of where that person is, where they need to go, and then how to get there. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And and now, you know, we're in a time where a lot of people really need that um, type of person in their life, um, you know, someone who has the ability to help them find where they need to go. Because a lot of um, – we have a lot more available to us, but you can be very reckless <laughs> if you don't know how to use mm-hmm. what you have there. And so it's awesome to have um, someone doing coaching and training and all that. Um, and then you do speaking, so you do go around um, to various communities and, and speak as well. Is that correct? I do. I um, that, Like I said, that's always been natural to me. 
I've taken it seriously, and um, I became a member of, of my local Toastmasters um, group here mm-hmm. in, in where, where I live at. And so I became mm-hmm. a, a Toastmaster. I became the president of the chapter. Um, I did that for a year. And mm-hmm. now I'm taking it a little bit more seriously, getting out there, pushing myself out there and all those kind of things. So, yes, I do love speaking. I, I love teaching. I love seeing people when they get it, when, they, when I'm talking yeah. and they become enlightened to the subject. It, it, there's nothing like that in the world than to see that expression. And I love talking and, and, and sharing that with people. So it's, it, it's definitely something that runs really deeply inside of me that I love and I thank God for. Now, is there a specific community that you target with your training and coaching services? You know, I, I absolutely I don't. Um, like last week I was talking to, I went to Keller Williams and I did um, training there and I did business mm-hmm. on Saturday. I was, um, my um, pastor asked me to speak at the women's, at our women's event that we had and that was more mm-hmm. ministry. And then okay. um, this week I have a speaking engagement somewhere else. So it, it's, it's definitely absolutely different each time um, that yeah. God calls me is a little bit different. Okay. All right. Now, um, I want to know just from, you know, from your perspective as a person who has been in this um, for a little while, do you feel that anyone can be transformed through these types of services, the coaching and the training services, um, or do you, you know, or do you feel that there are um, too many limitations on certain types of people? You know, how how do you feel that, or do you feel that you can pretty much reach most people? I know you can't do everybody, but. <laughs> Well, I definitely think that you can be transformed through coaching and training and education um, because I have. Uh, one of So I think it's very important as well. Usually most people can't see things. We, we are in, we're, as we are living our lives, sometimes we get caught up with certain frames of mind, mindset, ideas, and they can be negative ideas. They can be very, and they're also not true. The ideas are not true. And because we're living it, it is hard to see it. And so what usually happens is a coach or a trainer comes in, and they help you. They come behind you, and they see things that you're not able to see. They can understand things that you're that you that you don't understand because you're not quite there yet. So absolutely yes, I do believe that transformation happens. You can't do it alone, and it's very important that you have that. Even the trainers and all of the people that are out there who are also coaching, they usually mm-hmm. have coaches as well that they're working with as right, well. Right. Right. It opens your mind, it opens your heart, it opens your being to something else that you are not going to be able to see. And that person is going to see your, it's going to help you see blind spots that you never thought that were in front of you or beside you or around you. You can't see everything. Can't see everything. (laughs) 
So now you're an author. Yeah. And you um, have a newly released book entitled A Lady yes. in Waiting. Oh, I um, I downloaded the book, and I've, I've gone through some of it. I haven't gone through all of it, but I've gone through some of it, and um, I'm excited to just sit back and just start back from the beginning and go and read all the way to the end. Um, I, listen, I was a lady in waiting for a long time. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But um, in the natural sense. But I love mm-hmm. the title of this book, um, and it has various meanings to various people. So where did the inspiration come from, and what is this book about um, as far as the Lord has um, given to you? So last year around this time, it's amazing, it was around February uh, around February or so, mm-hmm. I um, I had been – there's a scripture that talks about how the um, – how the I'm trying to think of what it what it what the scripture is, but there's these they're in the water, the disciples are in the water, and they've been toiling mm-hmm. all night, all you know, night. trying to I mean all night trying to get fish mm-hmm. and nothing came until Jesus came, mm-hmm. got on the boat and said, Let's go back out again. So I had been toiling mm-hmm. for seven years, wanting mm-hmm. I had gone through a divorce and mm-hmm. I was Calling and wanting God to 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 bring someone in my life, and mm-hmm. I was struggling with that. And it took me a while to understand that God was enough. I know at the end of the mm-hmm. book, it was a very therapeutic book because it helped me get to a point of of letting go and allowing God to to have me in whatever way. Mm-hmm. And if that meant that I never got married again, that that was going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Now this book mm-hmm. it talks about it's me talking about that process of getting to the place and going through some dating some dating scenes and cycles where I mm-hmm. had to figure it out and understand that God was enough and mm-hmm. um, so that's what the book is about. Now the book was inspired actually from my aunt. My aunt some years ago was dying and I remember going to her and talking to her in her ear and saying that I was going to write a book and it was going to be called a, a lady in waiting or something like it was something similar to waiting, a lady in waiting. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until like maybe a year ago that I'm talking to a friend and I'm telling her that I thought like this book is starting to bubble out. And mm-hmm. as I starting to bubble inside of me, she said, I think I, I keep hearing something about a lady in waiting. I talked to my mm-hmm. aunt 10 years before that about a lady in waiting and then this friend reminds me that I promised my aunt I was going to write a book about a lady in waiting. Well, she was a lady in waiting. Wow. She was waiting to die. She was waiting to, to go to, to God. And she had all mm-hmm. these questions in her life and in her mind about if, you know, what would happen to her when she passed away. And mm. I was dying, too. I was, you know, we all in the waiting season, it is a death that we go through when mm-hmm. we're waiting for something. Mm-hmm. Want it right. how we want it, where we want it, where we want it. We have all these 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 thick parameters we put on it. I was mm-hmm. waiting. She was waiting. We all go through mm. the waiting season. How did you get through that waiting season? My book talks about it. So it is relationship oriented, where I talk about relationships, but it really okay. is 
for anyone who's in a waiting season and they're waiting for God to do something, how do you not get out of process, stay focused, and stay on, stay focused on him? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Um, and I, I like, um, I like, you know, the title, but like you said, it's not that you don't feel like, well, when you said God is enough, it's not that you feel that you don't have to ever want to get married again or anything, but God is enough to sustain you until Absolutely. he gives you whatever you should have. Um, you Absolutely. know, I, I was an old bride. <laughs> I got married after yeah. 50. And so, you know, um, I understand I understand that, and a lot of people, you know, just get very upset because they think that, you know, life is over. But, um, you know, mm-hmm. God does open up different doors and different times. Um, so that's yeah, a wonderful no, thing. I, I, yeah. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. So I was going to say, I desire to be married. It's not about mm-hmm. my desire. It's, it's about it not con- my desire not controlling me anymore. Absolutely. And then I um, I like that the forward was from was by a gentleman. <laughs> yeah. And um, I enjoyed reading what he said because a lot of times we think that you know only women go through these certain types of um, experiences, but to hear a man actually, and not even the whole marriage or or dating part, but just to hear a man. Um, actually affirm what you're saying in this book was just a wonderful thing. So this book then is not just for women, is that correct? Uh, people will get, you know, kind of confused by the title, a lady in waiting, oh, that's for the girls, you know, that's for the women. Um, but it seems like anybody can read this book and, and uh, get something from it. Is that correct? That is correct. Don't be fooled by the pink. I am just my favorite color is fuchsia, so that's the reason why it's pink. <laughs> um, it definitely can be. I have a number of male friends who purchased the book. They purchased it for their friends, but they did read it as well. Um, it is uh-huh. definitely for them. Actually, I'm going to be doing some uh, kind of like adding some companion companion book to it um, that's going to okay. talk about it from the male perspective as well. So it, it could be read by anyone, absolutely. Oh, awesome. And listen, I hope everyone out there, you know, goes and gets the book and I put your website up on my page and I'm going to keep sharing it. Um, so listen, um, how can someone get in touch with you if they actually wanted to know more about you besides the website? Um, is there any other way, or is the website good for bookings and all that kind of stuff? Or tell them what it is, because everybody may not be on my page. Okay, okay, uh, absolutely. So I have two websites. I have the Keisha Bromel, that's C-A-K-I-S-H-A, Bromel.com, and then I have PurposeInnovators.com. And then um, for booking, um, it, it's IC Events and Marketing. Ramonda Newsom is my, my booking agent and manager, and her telephone number is 615-295-3805. All of that information should also be on TakeshaBromel.com. There is a booking section, and you can go on there and find me as well from there. Awesome. Do you have any 
um, upcoming engagements in the near future that you'd like to share with our audience, uh, some book signings or something going on? <laughs> now, I'm yes. in Virginia, um, so I need to see when we can get you here. <laughs> well, let me just say, um, definitely me, Ramonda will be reaching out to you because that is something that we were talking about is going to Virginia and then also to Washington, mm. that area. So that would be amazing for us to do that. Awesome. And um, mm-hmm. I have a book, I have another book that's coming out. It's called Wilder. Um, how do you wow. be the, become the how do you become the wow factor? Um, that is April mm-hmm. the twenty first is that book launch. And so there will be oh, more wow. information on the website. So go to the website and and ask to be added to um to our to our newsletter, and you'll get information, and that should be on PurposeInnovators.com. Awesome. So we're down to our last few minutes of the show. I really enjoyed talking with you. I wish we had more time, Um, but, again, we're trying to see how we can get you here and have some Mm -hmm. more um, interaction. In the meantime, um, as you said earlier, your bio talks about how you started out and you've been called on often to pray. Can you just say a word of prayer for our listening audience and those who may be trying to gain clarity on their purposes to take us out of here? Thank you all for listening today. We love you. So, Laura, thank you so much. Thank you that you've given given us the opportunity to, to hear about purpose. Now I pray, Lord, that you will plant seeds and that you will water those seeds and that you will increase those seeds into a flourishing purpose that will astound them. I thank you that you've astounded me and that you're going to astound us with many blessings as we use our gifts and our calling and all the things that you placed inside of us. So, Lord, thank you, and we give you praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Again, thank you so much for being our guest on today. Thank you, Ms. Ramonda, for just helping us uh, get this together. And thank you all for listening in. We love you. Have a wonderfully blessed day. We look forward to hearing from you and seeing you again. Be wonderfully blessed.